Hey, everybody, and welcome to the eighth My Angular Story. This week, we're talking to Shai Resnick. Do you want to say hi, Shai? Hi, Shai. <laughs> now, we've had you on the show twice. Um, but but never with you, Jack. I think that's true, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You always avoided me in both times. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. We'll have to remedy that. We'll have to get you on the show, and I'll actually show up. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we had you on twice. We had you on after your NG Watt talk. Um, mm -hmm. Man, that's been almost two years. Yeah, yeah, it's, and then, it's crazy. Yeah, and then we had you back on to talk about preparing for Angular two back when Angular two was a thing to be prepared for. Now we're getting what Angular four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was uh, like, I only update the the number. The material stays the same, but uh, always like bumping the the version numbers. But now, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. It's like yeah, two years. Time uh, go fast. I know. Right? It, it took it took that long for you to kiss me. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And we have it on uh, on on a picture on Twitter. So so it's uh, it's a thing. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it took me a while. But uh, finally, I got the courage. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, my wife's not on Twitter, so I think we're safe. Yeah, I think uh, my wife also not on Twitter. But um, but yeah, but she she heard me talking about it, and I got in trouble. So, uh, oh, no. but other than that, we're <laughs> we're perfectly fine. But yeah, but. <laughs> But we never talk like outside of public stuff, right? I this know. is my, this is my, uh, yeah, my uh, emotional side here, uh, like trying to to <laughs> to do like passive aggressive to get you into a, a real talk and not a public talk. Oh um, uh, yeah, well, you know my yeah. schedule's full. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm yeah. sure I can squeeze you in somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll we'll do something privately. There we go. Okay. Well, uh, anyway, I do have a set of questions that I ask on the show. Um, mm -hmm. just to kind of give people an idea of who you are and where you came from and what you're about. So I'm just going to start with the first one, and that is how did you get into programming? Hey there, this is Charles Maxwood, and I just wanted to talk to you really briefly about Freelance Remote Conf. I'm putting on a conference for people who want to go freelance or who are freelance and bringing in some of the experts from the Freelancer Show to talk to you about how to find clients, how to collect money, how to build your business, how to specialize, and much, much more. So if you're thinking about going freelance or you're already freelance and want to hear from the experts on how to go, become, or grow your freelancing business, then by all means, come check us out at freelanceremoteconf.com. So I'm just going to start with the first one, and that is how did you get into programming? Oh, uh, so, okay. Um, so I got into programming when I was a little kid and my father bought a computer. I, I hear the same story uh, like uh, keep repeating with other like uh, developers that I know. Uh, always like the, one of the parents like brought a computer <laughs> and they start, started hacking. But I, I, I didn't try to like, you know, tear it apart or like trying to assemble it or something like that. I just want to, to create games. So I started like learning basic and stuff like that. And then I got bored. And then uh, in high school, uh, I was like in a, uh, com like computer class or like something like that, uh, and uh, and 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 yeah. After that, after three years of high school, I want to basically I didn't want to have anything to do with computers <laughs> and programming because it was so 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 um, I don't know uh, depressing to learn like uh, we basically learned um, computer science, but just the, the first year of computer science degree. 
and uh, like spread over three years of uh, high school. And uh, by the time like we, we finished school, I was like, okay, I'm not, I don't want to be a programmer anymore. Um, and then after uh, my army service, um, I was, um, I, 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 I came back to it because um, I still didn't want to learn it just to learn it. Um, I, 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 I view it differently. I looked at it from a creation point of view because I figured out that I want to do something with the internet, <laughs> sound like something with like opening up a business online or something like that. And I needed somehow to create the stuff that I wanted to create. And so I got back to programming that way and started learning, you know, uh, web development and stuff like that, just so I could create the crazy ideas I have in, in my head and see if they, if they work. So that's what I, I did. So I came back to it like uh, after, after a while. And from then on, it's like slowly uh, I started like learning more and more and more and more and keep like peeling off the onion uh, layers and, um, and discovering like <laughs> more material and more things and until I, I, I got like better at it and to like still this day I'm I, I still feel like I have lots, lots more to learn and <laughs> I don't know that much, but I don't know, maybe it's uh, like a, a, also a recurring thing uh, amongst uh, developers. So yeah, this is my uh, like background in programming. It's, it's funny you say that because I really think that that's true. Um, and, and what, the what that I don't have, uh, that, I, that I don't have any knowledge or? Well, I didn't want to say anything about that, but, <laughs> okay. but yeah, um, I think a lot of us, get to that point right where we always know somebody that's better at at what we do than we are or that mm -hmm. we're just you know, we're not quite confident that we're the experts that other people seem to see us as and yeah you know it's it's i hear people call call it imposter syndrome and i think mm -hmm. it's a pretty common thing i think it's a common thing among programmers i think it's a common thing among just people in general you know well i'm yeah. good at this thing but so and so is so much better than i am so i still have so much yeah. to learn I think it's also it's coming from um, maybe I don't want to be I, I want to stay humble and I don't want to be uh, like in a position where I feel uh, superior or feel like I know better than or like I think it's I don't know uh, a place that you basically stop learning mm -hmm. and, uh, and 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 that's a scary place to be I think because I really 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 love learning. And I started teaching because I love learning. And I found out that, uh, that I really love teaching because I love the smile on people's faces when they get it, you know, yep. like I have when I get it, I really like that feeling. So, uh, so, so I, I like, it's, it's the best of both worlds. Uh, when you teach, you also learn because you have an, a really good excuse to learn it deep, more deeply to better explain it. And, um, and, and yeah, so I think it's, it's a, it's a scary place to be in when you think you know it, you know, you know it all, something like that. So I think it's also one of the reasons for having an imposter uh, syndrome or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and, and I want to dig into your teaching in a little bit, but first I wanted to ask, so you start programming, you're kind of getting into web development a little bit. Um, how did you get into Angular? Um, okay. That's interesting. Uh, so I, I, I've been developing in, um, so I started in JavaScript, like doing like really, really, really 
stupid stuff like changing buttons and stuff like that uh, back in like uh, 2000 or something like that. And in 2006, something like that, I, I got back to it and then Flash and Flex um, were the the hot new technologies like uh, developing like a uh, uh, proper application with Flash technology. So they had a framework called uh, Flex. So I started learning Adobe Flex and I got like most of my experience from there, uh, from that. Uh, I did it for like six years and basically because I hated CSS. <laughs> that's, that's the main reason. And in Flash and Flex, I could just position stuff on the, on the page without like, like floating stuff and stuff like that. So, uh, so I got like experience with that. Uh, and then after like six years, um, the, there was the whole thing with Apple and Adobe and like, uh, Steve jobs saying that like the, they won't support uh, flash anymore. And, um, when that happened, I was like, um, okay, it's time to <laughs> go back to JavaScript now, uh, before it's too late. So I, I and I, I led, uh, the, like I was a co-founder in a, in a startup back then. And, and I, 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 I was like the, I don't know, CTO. <laughs> okay. So, uh, it's funny to say CTO when you're in a group of three, four people. Uh, but yeah, uh, so, uh, we need to shift and then I got back to JavaScript. And when I got back to JavaScript, it was around 2011, something like that. Um, I searched for something that like we will be more familiar to me uh, in terms of and like more large scale applications uh, because JavaScript, like pure JavaScript, was a bit like uh, difficult to 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 build something large scale with back then. Um, and I was like, where is the like the testing story and where is the like the entity management or like I don't know something like that. And uh, probably there are frameworks. So I ran into like a bunch of frameworks, um, and I started with one framework called JavaScript MVC back then, and and, and like uh, it was supposed to be like the enterprise uh, ready uh, JavaScript framework. And I got into a few difficulties with with that, and then Ember uh, came out. Uh, it was, I think, Sprout Core, and then they changed it to Umber, and then Ember, and then uh, before it was like 1.0, and I started playing with that, and because they had like data binding, which was something that I had in Flex and all that stuff, uh, and it, it looked very promising, but again, when you pick it up, uh, th there weren't really a lot of options back there. There was like Backbone also, uh, but I figured that Backbone is not really a full, like, full right. framework. It was only like a, a thin layer and you still needed to pick and choose the different uh, tools uh, around it. Um, and so Ember like said, okay, we, we're going to, we're going <clears> to <throat> take care of you. Okay. And, 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 and fill out, uh, fill up the missing uh, pieces uh, like data binding and, and entity management and routing and all the, the stuff that I knew from Flex. And, and I knew that I needed uh, in like my uh, app that is going to be like large scale. Um, and then, but because it was like pre one dot like uh, 1.0 and it was still like changing a lot and, and still like had stuff missing and, and stuff like that, I was still struggling a bit with like uh, writing tests and stuff, stuff like that. And, and maybe or, like structuring my, my application, uh, like I had, I, I had struggles with trying to figure out, uh, what if I have something that isn't going, going like doesn't have a place inside of the MVC 
uh, paradigm, right? Uh, like, what if I have something that it's not is not a model or a controller or a view? Where does it go? And I couldn't find uh, good answers for it. Uh, and and I started like just like writing classes and just put it put them somewhere. And and then I saw a tweet on Twitter, um, and the, some guy wrote, um, "I just built uh, an app with Angular in four hours." that took me uh, four days to write in Ember. And I looked at that tweet and I was like, okay, uh, I was really committed to Ember at that point because I, I invested a lot of time to learn, like to read the source code even, and because uh, like the documentation wasn't uh, uh, like super ready yet. And, and I was like part of the, starting to be part of the community. And so I wasn't invested in it. And uh, I was like, looking at it and didn't really you know when you when you like invest are invested in something you don't really like to like uh, start and invest the time and learn something new you want to stay in your comfort zone and that's where i was back there and also uh, in the like the following day my my friend uh, came back from a meetup and he said like hey you should check out the, that angular thing uh uh it looks looks interesting and i was like Okay, it's two in a row. Okay, maybe I, it's a sign. Maybe I, I should like test test it out and and see if I can like, uh, I can if it can film the missing uh, pieces that I still have with Ember, and um and and I started learning it. And back then also it was like, I think 2012, um and there weren't so many videos or uh, material to learn from and not so many open source projects and like stru structure wise and stuff like that. So I started just playing with it and, and it hit me. Like after playing with it for, for a little while, um, I found the missing pieces that I, that I searched for. And one of them was uh, services, which was a big name for stuff that don't have a place uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> in the MVC uh, paradigm. And and the other thing, it was like test oriented and coming from uh, like a, like a strong testing uh, like wannabe background. Okay, I wasn't really back then uh, like a really uh, a good tester. I still was learning like what am I doing. Um, I I really liked the, the 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 fact that that I heard in one of the lectures that uh, Mishko said that he modeled like he built this framework from a testing po point of view from the ground up. And that really like um, made me like appreciate it more because I saw how it was oriented towards it because of the like dependency injection and and tools like that that you really need in order to 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 like to test with ease. So that's how I started with Angular, and from then on I just like started developing um, like a small prototype, and then it became like. Hey, I want to build like more stuff with it, and I started blogging about it like to myself. I had like a really, really small blog, like me and my grandma, you know, uh, reading it. And um, I never thought that anyone will read it. And I started like back then also uh, a Facebook group um, with a bunch of friends, and I called it JavaScript Israel uh, because uh, I thought like my vision was that. We don't have a group like that. Uh, we didn't have a group like that, and we should have a place for um, uh, Israeli developers to exchange ideas and to share knowledge and stuff like that. So I started this stuff, and I started posting on Facebook and on my blog, like lectures from 
you know, Mishko and Igor and and all and Voita and like those were the <laughs> the first three who ever spoke about it. And just as like mental notes to myself, like breadcrumbs for myself, so I would have a place like bookmarks <laughs> to come back to and 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 check it out again. Like, oh, where's that uh, dependency injection lecture? Oh, it's in one of my posts. So let me check it out. And just a, like a public bookmark place that was my blog basically. And and all of a sudden, people like started commenting on on the posts and on Facebook and I like. I got my first um, consulting job after like I left my startup, I started uh, consulting and like this big, big company wanted me to to help them build uh, their new product with Angular. And it was like a few months after I started learning it and I was like telling them, hey, listen, I'm not an expert on Angular, right? I, I, I do have experience, but it's a... Uh, it's a, still a learning process to figure out the best practices and stuff like that. And they say, yeah, okay. And that's how I started building large scale applications with Angular and, and trying to figure out the patterns and the best practices and how you do it in, in a large team without like stepping on each other's toe, toes and stuff like that. So yeah, this is the, how I got into Angular. That's really interesting. And the thing I think is interesting there too, is just that a, you were, you were willing to give it a try and, and just explain to people as you were kind of coming into it, hey, look, um, I'm happy to do the work for you in Angular, but I'm still kind of new. And a lot of people, they that, that kind of freaks them out a little bit. I can't I can't tell clients that I don't know the thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 that's 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 a really um, you know that, that's a thing. I I think it's it comes back to the imposter imposter syndrome uh, because I I don't like to I lo I don't like the name expert, okay? I don't like the the, ter the term or the title expert because especially for things that, that aren't around uh, that long. And whenever I, 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 I see like, uh, I don't know, courses about uh, like live courses, like workshops and stuff like that, that, that promising like, hey, do this workshop and you'll become an Angular 2 expert or something like that. I think it's, it's there's something wrong there because you can't, I, I view experts as, you know, like 20 years of experience in something or, you know, uh -huh. like those are the experts. And I, I, I view myself as, as an experienced developer, but with like, when I started like helping clients with Angular 2 stuff, I always kept saying, hey, this stuff is, is brand new. There's a lot of things yet, like we need to, to figure out. Uh, and even the, the core team and the, the community leaders and, and stuff like that, they, they still like, uh, haven't figured everything out. So be patient and know that there are going to be a few bumps in the road and we need to to figure stuff um, as we go. And I found found that, uh, first of all, I say it because it's true and I don't like to commit, like to, you know, mm, I don't know, uh, lie basically, okay, or set up the wrong expectation. Um, and I found out that it's it's a really good thing because then your clients, um, they when stuff, you know, when you don't know something or they don't have a solution for something, you know, they like, I don't know, localization, let's say, okay, they haven't got it like figure out like to the fullest, uh, to the full uh, like idea. So uh, then your clients are more forgiving because you set up the, 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 the correct uh, expectation um, or the right expectation uh, beforehand. And that that's, yeah, that's why I always like trying to, to be honest and to keep it straight and, you know, just tell it how it is and not, uh, you yeah. don't have to, you don't have to lie to, to, you know, to, I don't know, uh, consult or like to get a job or something like that.
Yep. So one other thing that I'm wondering about, you mentioned your blog and, and, and the process that you went through with some of this stuff. Um, now, it, was that the beginning of HiRes.io? Uh, well, <laughs> you, maybe. Uh, so it started HiRes, <laughs> like this was the name of the blog, HiRes, because of my name. And uh -huh. I, I tried to find something with six letters, don't know why, just to keep it short. and. And I started blogging and sharing knowledge and all that stuff and and just for like the love of sharing knowledge. Uh, just just you know the reasons that that I stated before. And then at one point um, I started uh, like out of the Facebook group, we started a meetup group just to to have uh, lectures about JavaScript. And I I did it from I think to like a selfish point of view and a non-selfish point of view at the same time. The selfish uh, uh, point of view or, I don't know, uh, reason um, is that I wanted to learn from smart people in our community. I really want to learn from them. And I said to myself, the, the, and that's the maybe non-selfish reason, uh, that uh, if I'm going to learn from them, uh, I might as well uh, like open it up, you know, like open source, you know, just uh, so not just me will learn from them. And uh, and then <clears throat> also not everyone will want to sit down with me and give me a lecture one on one. Right. But if it's in a in a if it's something good for the community, you know, if it's something like public, uh, then a lot more people will uh, want to contribute their time and it's like open source. Right. <clears throat> yeah, um, it's the same idea. So I started that and at first I didn't have, I didn't know a lot of people, so I had no choice. And, um, I, I started lecturing myself. <laughs> I, I wasn't planning on speaking and lecturing and teaching uh -huh. and stuff like that. It just happened. Uh, I remember, um, also another conference in Israel, um, they look, they search for an angular speaker and one of my friends reached me out and, and said, hey, um, I, I saw that you posted a lot of like links and lectures on Facebook, on the face on, on the Facebook group. Um, so and they look for an Angular speaker. So do you want to speak about Angular in this conference? And I was like, um, and it was like, again, like, I don't know, three or four months after I started like working with Angular. And I was like, hey, I'm not sure. I don't know. And he said, like, eh, I, I will give you the I'll give your phone number to the guy who ran the conference and you can talk to it, to them. So then the guy, like one of the organizers called me and, and said like, <clears throat> you know, uh, yeah, we're looking uh, for an Angular speaker. And, and I was like, Hey, listen, it's like with the clients. I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm not an expert, right? I'm, I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure I'm your guy. Like I can do this, uh, because I don't have the, like the expertise or the knowledge. And, and he said something that like uh, really uh, stayed with me like uh, until this day. Um, he said like, listen, you don't know how much you know uh, until until you meet a lot of people who don't know what you know. <laughs> and most of the developers these days, and it was like again back in I think it was towards maybe like uh, second half of 2012. Most of the people don't know about like Angular, and they're still like uh, maybe working only with jQuery or playing JavaScript and. And you will do them a big, big favor if you just, you know, give them an intro just to explain the basic stuff and not like, because for me, from my point of view, I was like, no, I thought that everybody knows what I know. Like everybody, it's common knowledge. It's been like a few months and, you know, everybody by, by this point, like knows about it and know about it. And, 
no, I'm not like really teaching something new here. And I like I will make a fool out of myself and all that thoughts ran in, in, in my head. And I was like trying to, to you know, uh, I don't know, like uh, trying to, to say to, to the organizer, um, listen, I'm, I'm not sure I'm, I'm the, the right, uh, the right uh, man for the job. And then he said what he said. And, and he said, like, um, you will do a lot of people uh, a big favor if you will do the, the intro to Angular. So then I did, uh, the, so I was so stressed out, uh, when I said yes, um, and they had a date like, uh, for the conference. So I started learning like crazy, I like 18 days, uh, straight learning angular to the core, like reading the source code of the compiler. And because there wasn't like the documentation wasn't that good back then and um and like trying to 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 find ways how to explain it and i really had no experience in speaking and in building lectures and i didn't know how like i had only 30 minutes and i i didn't know like i i always kept thinking that this is not enough this is not enough i need to explain more i need to teach more because i want to over deliver and <laughs> so uh by the time i got to the lecture it was supposed to be 30 minutes and uh i started the lecture and uh, the first time i looked at, at my stopwatch it was one hour and 10 minutes <laughs> and i was still like speaking i had like more <laughs> material and it wasn't so this this was uh, so i forgot to mention I, I did like a test lecture with a smaller group uh like in one of the meetups um like a general uh, program uh, developers meetup uh -huh. and and so I did the, the first time the lecture there. And, and that, that's when I realized like I have, oh, I, I, I'm like one hour and 10 minutes in and I still have. So I end, ended up being almost two hours of material for people who don't wow. know. Yeah, who don't know. Like it was like, a, I might as well uh, call it, uh, I could call it a, a workshop, right? Uh, because I dug real deep and, and explained like the core concepts and everything about it. And then... Uh, like near the time that, that the conference uh, was supposed to happen, they, they did like votes and they vote and they didn't vote for my lecture. So I prepared the lecture, I did the test run, but I, I wasn't uh, uh, like they didn't choose me. Uh, they had like an open votes and, and no, I didn't know everybody, anyone in the community, so I didn't have anyone to like send the link to vote in, and stuff like that. So I had this lecture. So when I open up my meetup group. And I didn't have any any speakers because again I didn't know anyone. I just was my own like lecture filler, and I did the same lecture that I prepared for this conference, uh, the introduction to Angular, which back then I thought that it was common knowledge. Again, every time, every day that passed, I I kept thinking everybody knows that already. Like I'm I'm just like you no, know, <laughs> just like uh, um, you know repeating myself and uh, or repeating like common knowledge. And then after that lecture, I did it in Hebrew, my language, um, and it went like, uh, like I don't know, it went crazy. Uh, it went viral or something like that. It, it got like lots of views and and people really, really thanked me years later, even till this day, like five years, not, not five years, maybe four plus years after, after that still, maybe now people start, maybe stop watching it because we have Angular 2 now and stuff like that. But 
four years, like people kept writing me like comments and private uh, emails. Yeah. And like, Hey, thanks to you. I got into angular and, and stuff like that. And I was like, like every time that that happens, I'm, I'm blown away because I'm like, Hey, I thought it was common knowledge and I, I really didn't think it's, it's, um, much of it. And, and apparently the the organizers, uh, the organizer was right by saying like you will do a lot of people uh, a huge favor if you if you share this knowledge and that's that was like uh, my my start, starting point to to speaking and from that that on i, I started like speaking more like um, um meetups and later meetups abroad and then uh at conferences and um so and during the time i i, I like ex- because of the lectures i got more clients like it's a good Right. Uh, it was g- good for marketing. Uh, I didn't know everything I learned like in hindsight because I didn't plan any of it. Uh, it wasn't like a five-year plan of being a consultant and then a speaker and all that stuff. So everything that just like, you know, unfolded as, as I went on. And um, so because of the, because I, I made, I, I kept like um, making sure that I'm doing one thing at least, which is videotape everything that I'm doing and uploading uploading it to youtube that's the 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 only thing that i kept like being persistent persistent with it um and that helped me a lot because everything i did went up to youtube and because of that people like um got to know me and then they reach out and then i had like lots of clients all of a sudden all of a sudden and the good thing about that was because i'm a pattern geek i really like patterns and see how the same stuff apply in each company and what's the difference between like, you know, what works basically, how can I find the, the stuff that works no matter which product or what company are, are you in? And it's not like, you know, don't have a silver bullet, but there are patterns, the best practices, all that stuff. Like how do you structure a convenient, in a convenient way, uh, your project and stuff like that. So, um, I started working with more clients and, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really interesting, you know, just this process, right. And it's, mm-hmm. You know, it's, well, I didn't really think I could do this. And then it turned out that when I did it, it made a difference. And so then I yeah. kept doing more things like it. And, you know, it, it it's going back to that same thing, that same thing that we're talking about where it's, you know, you didn't know you had it in you. You didn't know that um, that it would matter that much to people. And yet, you know, it it, it kind of all clicked into place. Yeah, just, just to close the, the, that point, just uh, so uh, me uh, consulting to more clients, started teaching them and then... I started thinking, okay, if I can, like I'm teaching in a funny way because uh-huh. this is my hobby, uh, maybe I could like do it not only locally in Israel, maybe I can do it abroad, uh, global. And that started high risk. So this is like to close the longest answer ever, <laughs> the sim- simplest question. No, it's, it's all good. And it's so interesting. I mean, I didn't want to interrupt you, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's so interesting just to see, oh yeah, you know, just again, one, one thing led to another, led to another and you know, you, you didn't plan it and you didn't feel like you were necessarily the expert that would do these things. And yet, you know, you were able to make the kind of difference that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are you working on now? Um, <laughs> so now I'm focusing fully on, on creating online courses. So I was um, also a bit distracted over the years with a lot, lots of client work and speaking and, and all other crazy stuff that I'm doing. Like I'm doing like a thousand things at once. But now I, I decided like, uh, um, uh, like over the past year to dedicate everything to creating online courses. And I just, um, 
went out with another, like I have two free courses on my website, Hi-Res. Um, and the last one was about TDD. Like I said, I'm a testing geek. So I, I, I saw that a lot of people like want to do, want to write TDD in TDD start test driven development. And, but, uh, they're missing the, the, the how, and like I struggled with it with, in JavaScript. So I created this TDD theory course and, and launched it. And now I'm focusing on, on building a business, the business side. And, and I get a lot of demand and angry, like people yelling at me, like, uh, where are the, all the courses? We want more material and stuff like that, which is a good place to be in when yep. people actually want your stuff. But I, I need more video editor because I used to do everything myself, the video editing, the, the recording, everything. So now I started working with, with a, a video editor, which is a really, really talented uh, guy. And, and I'm, I'm bootstrapping my, everything myself. So I'm funding everything myself. So I thought about maybe like launching, a, like a subscription, um, um, like payment model, like for paid courses, uh-huh. but, but I, I, I just didn't like have the, 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 the manpower to, to produce like the, the, the courses. I have it, I have them recorded and uh, like I wrote them, recorded them, but I didn't have the, like the video editor. So I just like launched a, like a Kickstarter uh, thing, but not really a Kickstarter, but it's on my, my website just for people who maybe want to start paying the subscription uh, and like ahead of time just to support the project. And then I could like use that money to bring another video editor and to create more courses like more often. My, my aim is to get to one course a month. And that like I launched it like uh, uh, two weeks ago and I already got like the few, uh, the first few uh, paying uh, customers, uh, which was a big moment for me because I'm, I've been dreaming of this moment uh, for a long, a long, long time. And I got lots of fears around it and all that stuff. And and when it finally happened, you know, this a big moment in every business is like the first paying customer. And I got to it. And now now I'm dedicating everything to make sure that everyone who like re- like this material and like this uh, way, because uh, we didn't talk about it, but the main thing that I think that uh, is special about uh, high-res IO is the teaching style. Like, um, we do the courses really, really different in terms of entertainment value. We, we believe that, uh, everything that you learn, uh, you need to learn it in a fun way and in a funny way. So then you remember stuff better and then you're actually excited to sit down and watch a course about TDD, which is a boring subject, right? But if you make it funny or if you make it surprising, if you make it like entertaining, uh, then you will actually watch it and you will actually learn it and apply it. So that's that's the whole idea be- behind Hyra. So our, my goal now is to make sure that everyone who like this style of humor and style of teaching uh, get uh, as much content uh, as fast as possible. So and it's a very very hard task. So this is what I'm working on <laughs> now. Very cool. Well, yeah. I, I hate to push this along, but I, I kind of need to. So uh, we'll mm-hmm. go into picks. Do you have some picks for us? Some things you want to shout out about on the show? Um, yeah, I have two picks. Um, so first of all. First one is ng-conf. Um which I, I won't be going got, to this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me, yeah, which <laughs> I'm uh, bummed out because I, you know, like we said, last last time, <laughs> you remember what we did last time? By the way, last time at ng-conf. Last, yeah, last ng-conf. You remember the video that we yes, did together? Did that ever come out? 
Yeah, it's gonna come out uh, pretty soon. I you will we will say it before so we could approve it. But uh, yeah, but it was uh, yeah for anyone who listens, uh, search for my interview with Chuck when when it will be released. Uh, one of the craziest inter- interviews ever. <laughs> so so yeah, I, I, I was uh, I was. Uh, uh, sorry to hear that you won't be attending, but um, but I really, 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 really love this conference, and and um, I, I was picked to speak there uh, one more time, uh, and actually two more times. Uh, two of my lectures was were picked. Oh wow! Which, yeah, which was crazy uh, to hear that because I was like, what? You know, <laughs> like usually only one, and even that, it's it's very like uh, you know uh, a difficult thing to 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 get. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm I'm gonna do a rap song there, uh, ng rap. Um, <laughs> nice. this, this will be one of my lectures and lectures or talks or whatever. And the other one also very special uh, format, which I'm gonna try for the first time and see how it goes. The first time for a full talk, I tried it in Amsterdam. If you remember my talk, uh, when I invited people to the stage and stuff like that. So uh-huh. it's going to be, it's going to be something like that. So th- this is my first pick. And the other, uh, pick is we started a thing in JavaScript Israel called goodness squad, which means, um, which is, uh, an con- contributing to open source event. Uh, once a month we, um, we meet for three hours and we just, like pick uh, an open source project or a few, like five open source projects. We meet like 25 people and everybody pick their, the, the, the project they want to do some, to sprinkle some goodness on. And we just for three hours, we just uh, go over issues and PRs and just contribute small stuff and maybe help with the triage of issues and just do, do good for the open source uh, project that we like. So we do it once a month. If you search for the hashtag goodness squad on GitHub, you will see our uh, issues and stuff like that. And I want to pick it not just to, to, to give it a shout out, but just to in, maybe encourage other community communities in the, in the world uh, to adopt this model and maybe add to the lecture events uh, in their meetups, uh, maybe add a coding event as well. Uh, and this is a good model. So I'm going to blog about it. I don't have a blog yet on high res and I'm working on adding one. So I'm going to blog about it and, and give the model, like the organ organization model, how to do it or the organ. It's really, really, really simple, really simple. And it does a lot of good to the, I don't know, to everyone. So that's my other. Awesome. I'm going to jump in with a few picks here myself. Um, the first one is, um, I've been cleaning my desk. Um, I actually had to clean up my office because, um, I bought new desks. I bought these sitting standing desks and I've talked about them on the show before. Um, so I'm not going to pick those, but one of the things that I found is these gunner um, glasses They're They have a film on them that makes it so that the blue light doesn't hit your eyes as much when you're working on the computer. I found that it actually has helped reduce the number of tension headaches I tend to get. I usually get one every couple weeks and I haven't gotten them as often. Um, so they're pretty nice uh, if you have those kinds of issues. So I'm going to pick that. And then the other thing I'm going to pick is um, I have this Bluetooth speaker that I've had forever and it still works and it still sounds good. It's a Jam Plus um, Bluetooth speaker and I'll put a link to it in the show notes, but uh, it's pretty nice as well. Just just having a, a small speaker that I can throw in my bag and then when I'm traveling and stuff, I can just pipe the sound through it and uh, you know listen to podcasts or whatever. Um, it was especially nice when I traveled down to Las, Las Vegas uh, this last month for CES. So um, I'm going to pick that as well. Um, Shai, if people want to follow you on Twitter or check you out on YouTube or see what you're up to, where should they go? Uh, 
they should go on Twitter and search for uh, my name. No, it's uh, irez underscore io or shy underscore uh, resnick. Uh, and you, as you can tell, I have a thing for underscores or low dash or something uh-huh. like that. So, so yeah, this is uh, and on high res io, I have. Um, they can reach me out there, and also if they join the the like the supporting I don't know Kickstarter thing, uh, we also have a Slack, uh, a super secret Slack group in high res that we're talking like uh, personal stuff and stuff like that. So that's that's the, the main places. All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming, and uh, we will catch up uh, later on and catch everyone next week. Um, I th- thank you. Yeah, I th- <laughs> I don't think the next uh, I don't know who the next Mindgiller story is so. Oh, yeah, I do. It's um, Roy Sivan, um, who did the WordPress episode. So, yeah, keep an ear out for that, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. Thank you, Chuck. I can put my clothes on now. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay, awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. Hey, everybody. This is Charles Maxwood. I just wanted to talk to you really briefly about JS Remote Comp. Uh, We just picked speakers. Things are looking really good. And uh, we're really excited to cover a broad range of topics for JavaScript developers. So if you're looking to learn things about Node.js, about becoming a better developer, about deployment, about mobile development, and much more, and much more about JavaScript, then come check us out, jsremoteconf.com. You can also find it by going to devchat.tv slash conferences and then picking the conference you want. We have last year's recordings there. We have this year's uh, conference coming up. So make sure you get your ticket and we'll see you there.